In this universe, we look at a lot of things like failure is not such a bad thing. If you're not failing, you maybe you're not trying hard enough. Welcome to Ending Pending. I am the king of Adelan, Andy. I'm the much maligned younger brother who might be a good guy, Evan. I'm a friendly Hawaiian prison inmate who's just down to get this new inhuman guy into the group. I'm Ronnie. What the fuck is this show? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, This is Ending Pending. We're a podcast that covers television shows that only lasted for a single season. And usually we try to get to the bottom of what happened or what made this show stand out or not stand out. And we're doing Inhumans right now. And, and we're already there. We're already at the bottom. Yeah, we got right we, to the bottom. We figured it out. Um, but I guess before we get too into Inhumans, let's talk about let's talk about something else real quick. Sure. Now, I am known for planning out my little fun-tivities... Before, well in advance, right? Before we hit record. Yeah, almost 14 seconds in advance sometimes. Before we hit record, I always have a scheme and a plan about something to talk about on this podcast. You've got a cork board and pictures and lots of red strings attaching everything because you're so, I'm, so prepared. I'm like Charlie Day trying to figure out where the mail comes from. Mm-hmm. Except but, you're trying to figure out where your good, good bits come from and we still can't figure it out. Good, good bit for today is about oh wait shit it's pride month still we can talk about gay stuff yeah we can let's talk about something gay (laughs) clearly i planned this out clearly billy and teddy let's talk about billy and teddy the young avengers the gay superheroes yeah why do you want to talk about them evan um because i mean we're watching a marvel show so it makes yeah, sense that we, we would keep in yeah. line with uh, that theme. Why the fuck did they give us Inhumans before Young Avengers? Young Avengers would have been a much better show. They're gearing up for Young Avengers. I feel it in my heart. I feel it in all my bones. Every last one of my bones. Um, I feel like even if they do Young Avengers now, it's not going to be the Young Avengers that y'all want. As long as they're all gay, I don't care. Because they are all gay. It's canon. Every single one of the current Young Avengers, except Kate is kind of straight, kind of. Anyway, the Young Avengers are uh, a Marvel team, one of the many Marvel teams. The Young Avengers were most recently written and handled delightfully by Kieran Gillen, who also writes a lot of Star Wars stuff and also has written a lot of excellent Marvel stuff. Uh, His Star Wars stuff is just so good. So good. And he's a great dude. And um, yeah, so he, he was the mastermind behind the most recent iteration of the Young Avengers. And he is largely responsible for making people other than Billy and Teddy queer. Uh, But Billy and Teddy were like the flagship gay couple of the Young Avengers. And they're actually a couple, and they actually exist on paper, like kissing and stuff, and neither of them are dead or sad. None of them are sad. Or nothing bad happened to either of them. Knock on wood. They're so great. Yeah. Great, great gays. Um, Ronnie, do you have any gay media recommendations, books? We're talking about books right now, apparently. Gay books. You put me on the spot. There are no gay books. That No, they, they were all burned in that Fahrenheit 411 book or whatever. 451. Whatever. Three, <laughs> four, Fahrenheit 311. Um, <laughs> I have also not yet read uh, the graphic novelization of The Adventure Zone. But Taco's gay. Yeah. Yeah, Taco's very gay. And that looks like it's going to be a wonderful book by Carrie Peach and uh, and Clint McElroy. Very excited for that. I've seen a couple of pages of it. It looks very fun. Very, I am very, very excited for the comic. Isn't yeah. there a trans character in Adventures? There Zone? is. There is. You, you haven't met her yet, but her name's Luke. <gasps> and she's amazing. I'm getting there. What else? There's What book? No, I guess I haven't read any of those. I want to say Lumberjanes because I've been wanting to read Lumberjanes, but I haven't. Well, then this that could, this could be the rest of the segment. Guys, what gay books do I need to be reading? Because clearly, um, clearly there's a dearth of it in my life. So Constantine is a DC character, mm-hmm. and he's bisexual and has sex with lots of men. And cool. women cool. and demons and 
probably an angel or two. He, he sleeps around a lot. Mm-hmm. He um, shares my tiefling fetish, clearly. Clearly. Yeah. And then uh, Rat Queens is really great and very oh, gay. Oh, Rat Queens. Rat Queens is yeah. a ton of fun. And <laughs> if you if you want a D&D book, but having it be all women who do a lot of drugs and drink along with like killing goblins and having queer sex, uh, Rat Queens is probably for you. That's cool. If like the Venn diagram of things you're into, like cover all those bases. Rat Saga. Queens. Saga, very gay, very good. Yeah. Okay. Very, very good. Saga is just great anyway, but also there's some gay in it. They got banned from iTunes Comics for showing gay oral sex. And mm. um, they were like basically like, just fuck you for censoring us. And uh, they then showed all of the crazy things that they got away with before that and were like, how is this the thing? I was going to say, they showed heterosexual oral sex. Yeah. And they showed heterosexual, like, anal sex. And they showed, like, people's heads getting blown off. Oh, well, yeah, like, that too. Tons of graphic violence, but, like, the one, the one blowjob was just too much. The book was very Kate Leth inspired and chock full of queer characters. Um, that again, she she's a creator that is just like, hey, I'm just gonna make lots of queer characters in media, and I'm never gonna kill them. So just deal with that. They're just gonna be happy and enjoy life in my books. That's pretty rad. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just say real quick that it's absurd that Gambit is straight? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like. Why? Why? Why is he straight? Wolverine's not straight. Him and Kurt fucked. Oh yeah, Wolverine and Nightcrawler. Yeah, that's that's confirmed. We're reaching a little bit. We're a little in the weeds. Uh, yeah. Let's let's talk about which this is not- which which is to say, hey, comics creators, how about some more gay books? Yeah, don't make us reach so far. Also, maybe someone explain to me why Gambit is straight. <laughs> yeah, somebody, <laughs> someone can like somebody approach us and just tell me tell me wh- how. How? Anywho. Let's talk about this not gay show. Oh, wow. Yeah, this show is not gay. No. Yeah. No, this show is not gay at all. Not that that would have saved it, to be honest. Probably not. Uh, anyway, you can clearly tell how we feel. I'm going to um, I'm gonna attempt to, to summarize this show. But I don't think it, you need to spend too long on it. It, it was really a challenge because um, the reality of the situation is nothing happens. Just nothing happens. A lot of people talk at each other. A lot of other. people talking, a lot of people walking, a lot of people lost in the woods. Uh, we're covering episodes one, two, and three of Inhumans. Ah, uh, yes. Episodes is... one, two, and three. This is our intro to Inhumans. Yeah, so episode one is very on the nose called Behold Ellipsis. The Inhumans. Uh, exposition dump people running through the woods and then there's some people shooting at them and then this green guy is like there's this whole place full of inhumans you're an inhuman you've got powers you're an inhuman that's what we call you this is an exposition dump um and then cut to the moon there's some the king and queen of the moon are like mutants but they're not mutants because they don't they can't use that terminology because they don't have the licensing so they're inhumans and they're the king and queen of this civilization called Adelan on the on the moon and it's full of inhumans and if you're not born an inhuman they put you in this box with these crystals and it mutates you and um in this society if you get a sufficiently cool mutant power then like you're fine you can have a normal job but if you get kind of a shitty mutant power then you are like a slave basically and it's not necessarily how useful your skill is. It's just literally like, how cool does it look? Like, do you have butterfly wings? Or, like, do you have rock monster hands? Because if you got rock monster hands, off to the mines with you. Um, although the guy with centaur feet, or uh, uh, fawn feet, apparently, his mutation was cool enough that he gets to not work in mines. He's also related to the king, though. Yeah. yeah so, like... Fine. Like, the, the King's shitty brother has no powers, and he's not in the mines. Yeah, so King's shitty brother, who turns out to be not... We'll get into it. But the King's shitty brother has no powers, uh, even though he went in the crystal box and was supposed to get powers. But he's related to the king, so he gets to hang around with the royalty and stuff. 
and um, he starts a coup, and the royal family they escape. They get they get banished to Hawaii. He was gonna kill them, and um, so he's in charge now. Maximus is in charge now. The shitty brother who has no powers is in charge, and um, uh, the royal family and some of their buddies are stuck on Hawaii. And then in episode two, the shitty brothers in charge and the royal family and some of their buddies are stuck on Hawaii. And then in episode three, the shitty brothers in charge and the royal family and some of their buddies are stuck on Hawaii. And that's pretty much it. Like, no, like nothing happens in episode two and three, except there's, that, like... There's some, like, potheads who hook up with Centaur Man, and there's yeah. some drug dealers who hook up with the Doctor Strange kind of looking dude with the weird energy circles, and then, like, there's... there's the, I mean, cop, there, the cops arrest Black Bolt for some reason. There's physical actions happening between like, the beginning and end of the episodes. But no but one goes anywhere. Nothing has changed, yeah. fundamentally. Like, nobody has learned anything. No, no plot significant things have happened. They're all they're still just, separated. They're just wandering around. They're just wandering around on Hawaii. The guy up on the moon's in charge. Um, the common people seem to really like him, actually. Like, he he's doing fine. Like... Nobody's like, ah, get rid of that guy. He's just like, hey, other politicians, I'm in charge now. That cool? Hey, guards, I'm in charge now. That cool? Hey, uh, people who are working in the mines, um, we're going to have you not do that anymore because that's kind of a shitty thing that my brother did. Um, and this is basically, like, not fair. So we cool with that, and everybody's chill with that. So that's what's happening. Very good, very good. No, it's not very good. <laughs> it's not very good, no. Um, Andy. Yeah. Is it working for you? No, 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 no. It's not. Hey, Evan. Yes, Ronnie. Is it working for you? Oh, see, like when people said, like, because people said that this was a bad show. So what I thought they meant by that was, like, it's just bad, like, for a Marvel show. And Marvel shows all have pretty high budgets and have pretty decent production values. So I was like, ah, it's just, it's just bad, like, comparison to other Marvel shows. But no, it's terrible. It's not working at all. Nothing about it's working. It's, I was shocked by how bad it was. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, yeah. Is Inhumans working for you? After all, you picked it. Can I still be on the show if I say yes? What the fuck? Because I, because yes, and because I also still want to be on the show. All right, Let, we're going to have to have you explain yourself. Yeah, I will, I will. Wow. It's, listen, it's not great. It's not good. But I certainly do not think it is as bad as you and the general public has been making it out to be. You have to answer every single one of my questions then. Hit me. Okay. First of <laughs> wait, all. Wait, 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 wait. Let's do the structure. Okay. When it's your turn. Is let's, and let's keep make these like legitimate questions and not like why is your taste terrible about everything. No, no, no. no. They're going to be very legitimate. I have an okay, extremely okay. serious I, question. I, I'm interested in you guys kind of like getting to the root of this and me getting to maybe to realizing maybe I'm wrong. Okay, is is Lockjaw a dude that got mutated into a teleporting giant dog? I mean, I don't know the canon on Inhumans. Or is he a dog that then got mutated into just a huge-ass dog with superpowers? There, we didn't, there were no other dogs. We didn't see any other dogs on the moon. So, like, and we know that the mutating power, the crystal box can give you some weird-ass, bizarre powers. And, and so, appearances. Yeah, and make you look real. So, like, is like is Lockjaw a guy? Was Lockjaw a, 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 a person before they took on their dog form, or were they a dog before they took on their mega teleporting form? I have no idea. And, and I will say this. Because that I is am... horrifying if Lockjaw was a person. 
I think, I mean, I think probably Lockjaw must have been a person. I mean, yeah, there's I was, that dude who who's a fucking wall. Did they put a wall into the Terrigen thing, or did they put a person in there? And then no, yeah. when they got turned into a, a wall, that they guy was a person who got turned into a wall. It's a funny <laughs> joke. It might be a reference to Beauty and the Beast, the musical, like the Broadway one, because they say uh, the one guy after they're talking about all the people that have changed into different things in the castle, it says, "Oh, you remember Pierre? He was as dumb as a brick. Well, that's what he is. He's a brick. No, he's the whole wall right behind the stove." It's a funny joke in the play. Maybe they're a reference in here. I don't know. Um, That's horrifying. <laughs> this wasn't funny. This wasn't funny at all, though. This like guy was like no, trapped no, in this a, was... He was like living in torment. He was also a a portal. Like he was a wall and also a portal that could transport. He he kind of had lockjaw powers too. So I think that's more compelling evidence for lockjaw being a guy. Yeah, who, I like, mean, it's just all over Crystal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's the deal with that? Were they like dating? Were they like brother? Are they and sister? still dating? Yeah. Oh fuck! Are they still dating? <laughs> oh wow. Okay. So my first question. Yeah. Gorgon is the 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 fawn man. Yes. He is the king's cousin. Uh huh. And he is in charge of the security force. Sure. He says he trained every single one of the soldiers personally on the security force. Mm-hmm. Maximus threw a coup with the entire security force. Mm-hmm. How is Gorgon that big a dick that not one of his co-workers who he personally trained gave him a heads up? Or was like, uh, no, fuck, we, we're not following We're, we're you. not throwing a coup. Like, Ma- like, Maximus has no powers. Like, he was completely reliant on He just on persuaded his everyone. Like... Yeah, I will say that that the I mean I I have no idea what the whole Gorgon training his people and them turning on him kind of thing, Maximus and like is, they made such a point of it. They made yeah. such a point that he was the dude that like trained everyone and is like their guy, and then they all betray him. Is I was about to say is he secretly racist? But he's not even secretly racist. He's very vocal about his racism with humans. He's just like humans are gross. Yeah. Yeah. Even Medusa is like, you're a gross human to Maximus. So, like, they're all flagrantly racist and terrible. Mm-hmm. What's the deal with that? Um, I don't know. Are, That's not the stuff that I focused on as much. Are, Most are of mine, we supposed to like Maximus or are we supposed no, to like the royal no. family? And I, th- I think that's a huge failing of the show itself is that the the work that Maximus seems to put in as a populist leader with with the people on Adelan, um, it doesn't come forward to us. Um, and also, he's Ramsey Bolton. So, like, you did a bad job of finding a charismatic person when the last time I saw this person, he was, like, cutting off uh, a Stark's penis in Game of Thrones. We're, we're he was sorry. a Greyjoy. I'm sorry. He, well, yeah, it's true. That's very true. We're we're not Shame supposed to we're not supposed to side with Ramsey Bolton though. The we're in, supposed to hate Maximus. Medusa and Black Bolt and all them are supposed to be the heroes, but they have only done shitty things. And besides, like I feel like they had to give Maximus uh some like rapey comments to just make us think like, oh, maybe he's a shitty guy. Cuz other than that, like he's doing great. He's like he's not racist. And the people are 100% behind him. And, like... Americans really like overthrowing kings. Yeah. And, like, rising up. And Maximus is, like, the people's leader. He's like, let's get you out of the mines. Let's get rid of this rigid caste system. That's, like, an exact quote. He's like, let's throw down this rigid caste system. No, yeah, I'm all about getting rid of caste systems. Also, he refers to, like, the old government as a meritocracy. It's not a meritocracy. It's, like, basically apartheid. Like, they're just like, yeah, you people, like, this specific group of people that we've arbitrarily decided are not good enough are not good enough. And so they get to stay in the mines, and all of us get to have regular real lives. Um, And, like, uh, Maximus is like, that's fucked up. Let's not do that anymore. And Black Bolt's like, eh. Yeah, why? What is Black Bolt's reasoning for not wanting to go to Earth, Ronald? Because that has not made sense to this point. 
Um, I don't know. It's only the third episode. Like, these, these are all things, like what you're saying, I don't disagree with anything you're saying. And if these are still problems, which I'm sure that they will be in the next three episodes, then yeah, it's not going to work for me. But for this new show with this very different concept, like I'm willing to give it some breathing room, especially when it's been decried as the worst show that's ever been made ever. It's like, not the worst show that's ever been made ever. No. It's certainly not the worst show ever. It's the worst show I, we've, co- we've covered so far on Ending Pendant. I, I t- with this. I think it's the worst show for like in proportion to its budget. I think it's the worst show. Oh, absolutely. There, yeah. I, I got I mean, another question for you. Go ahead. Okay. So, when Thor shows up uh, in Thor 1 on Earth and doesn't understand human technology and, like, how things work nowadays, that makes sense. Like, Thor yeah, flits around okay. so let So, let me get to this. The, the, the fish-out-of-water sensibility of this does not work for me at all. I will yes. agree with that. That the entire time, it's like, these are people who have been watching the Earth they have been like they were original citizens of the earth as a culture. They speak they English. Would, they speak English. They would certainly like keep tabs on what's going on down there. The the all of the fish out of water stuff was you know completely it didn't make sense at all. Like I, I I agree with that. Like, and I I think that they got around that to some point. Like, the best thing about Black Bolt is that he can't verbalize like. Why am I being arrested? Who are you? I'm a king. Don't you know? Like, like he wasn't able to say that, even though, like, his face said that the entire time. Um, the fish this out of water stuff, stuff Medusa, doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did yell at an ATM machine and told her to give her some money. <laughs> that did happen. And the entire time, she's just, like, so blown away by what's happening. And it's I, like, you live on our moon. Right. You I broke did, a moon rover at the start of the thing. If, if people... If we all had superpowers and we all went to the moon to escape, like, humanity, there would probably be, like, an At- an Adelant embassy or something like that of, like, inhumans on Earth from Adelant who would, like, come to us. Like, we have Earth money and we have clothes and, like, you know, we, we could figure this out. Like, and so they would have an understanding. Um, yeah, that, that, that definitely fell apart for me a lot. Um, but I liked... We can we can we can talk about what I liked. Like the things that like that made these three episodes work for me are like way way lower grade than what you guys are t- like. The Medusa's hair, I didn't. That did not look nearly as bad as like I was prepared for. T- like that was. Totally are you talking about? Un- are you talking about her wig or her shaved head? Her wig looked bad, but like yeah. the special effect of her hair like doing a thing. That was like it was fine. Like it no, wasn't I, like I agree. I agree that the special effects looked fine, but the, yeah. wig. the wig looked really shitty. Yes, yes, the wig was a bad. You could you could see all all the the, the parts and and the the lines and all. Um, that wasn't great. And I guess the you know they didn't put too much work into it because she got her head shaved um, at the end of episode one. Um, it which also was like a weird like. She, we, 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 none of us were invested enough in her hair to find that very melodramatic scene to carry any weight. Like they hadn't earned that yet. No, no, no. Um, if that same, happened, if that happened in the finale, right, that would have right. been a really moving scene. Right. And if we, any and, of us cared about Medusa from the comics, I'm sure it would have affected us. But like, they didn't earn that shit. Yeah, I, I even with the the uprising of of Ramsey Bolton and and all his his folks, like that was not earned. Like I, that was as much as like the, as you said, Evan. Nothing happened in these episodes. Like I feel like everyone gets sent away, and the revolution happens in episode two. Like I, I feel like you have to build to that while people are scrambling on Earth to get back. Um, it it's I. It, these three episodes worked for me. I, I, I think because I came in with the anticipation of like, hey, this is probably going to be bad. But like, why don't I focus on the good things? And when I focus on the good things, I was like, hey, this isn't terrible. There were certainly things that were terrible in it. Why does but- Lockjaw hate the royal family? Other Why does he Crystal? teleport them to all different places? <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. Lockjaw is just, I mean. He's being a dick. Well, because they they turned him into a, a teleporting dog when he got his Terrigen crystal. Like he's he's still bitter. I mean, but yeah, we 
we've been shown that Lockjaw can transport people with incredible accuracy, but like he just drops the whole royal family whose side he's supposed to be on, I guess, in like totally random places throughout Hawaii. Lockjaw is a good good doggo and I'm very uncomfortable with us like just bashing on Lockjaw. A he bunch. looks real weird and scary. He does. He not does. Look good. He does, but he's still he's still a good good. Those doggo. kinky fucks that are into like pet play must really love this show. That was their intended audience. Mm. Oh, when when mm. oh, it Bold was statement. so weird. When when Lockjaw was like running at Karnak to like take him to Hawaii and the dog was just kind of like tongue wagging like running right towards the camera and then it flips around and you get a great shot of dog butthole right before he disappears it's like I, I actually said aloud like what the fuck was with that shot <laughs> like they clearly filmed that without thinking about how they were going to insert the CG dog right like that yep. shot where yep. like Lockjaw's anyway that's yeah that wasn't live that that was filmed that was someone who was like nah 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 we need more of that d- dog butthole <laughs> we need more dog anus in this shot editors what are you doing why didn't medusa know what the assassin lady's like healing powers were when she brutally murdered her with a knife yeah yeah medusa murdered that lady and then she unmurdered herself like that wouldn't medusa have her, known that her she power could do that? is is wolverine powers basically and but she has to do weird hand motions and she get she gets wolverine powers yeah i don't know can I talk about some of the stuff that I liked? Yeah, <laughs> can sorry. I like? Go ahead, can I defend? What did like, you like? Yeah, this is this. We are we are completely throwing the format out here because like That's unless fine. we just want to keep on like because because <laughs> there's stuff that like I don't I don't love like I don't love a caste system. I'm all down with the cast system being destroyed. So if the evil person has well, to do that, yeah, if that's, Maximus that's a weird wasn't show. rapey, I'd be all for him. He would be the hero if they hadn't put in that one weird scene where he was yeah. like, <laughs> Medusa. And also weird scenes about him being like a baby Maximus, being like, well, if my big brother dies, then I get to be king, right? Like if he's totally dead, then I could be, it's like, whoa, come on. That's not, that's not okay. They Calm were, down, little it's boy. It's like they reshot that, trying to like, oh shit, we gotta make him eviler. Yeah. I feel like they reshot both scenes and just threw them in there. Like, oh, we made Ramsey Bolton the hero. Let's yeah. let's give him some uncomfortable, like weird thing with Medusa, and let's let's. Oh, we can't get that actor back. Crap. Let's like throw in a scene with him as a little kid. Yeah. Um. But costume. yes, Ronnie, please go forward. Costumes are not good. I will say that. They're not like the worst I've ever seen, but they're not good. I will say that. Um, I like Gorgon's fuzzy sneakers. Whenever yeah. they, whenever they're not zoomed in on his hooves, he's just wearing fuzzy sneakers. Is he yeah, really? He, he's not even walking on his tiptoes. He's just walking like a regular guy and hoping that they don't notice that he, had, he just has fuzzy shoes on. They keep hiding his like feet below the ankles uh, at times too with like water and sand and stuff because he's just wearing fuzzy sneakers yeah yeah i that's that's actually great i actually love that i didn't notice that um yeah the ramsey bolton is just not charismatic he's not like likable um the worst part about everybody being on earth is that we have to spend a lot of scenes with Ramsey Bolton and Crystal, who are both like the least, like, well developed and 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 the, the weakest characters on this show. Um, their motivations are just not very well fleshed out, and so I, I don't like spending time with them. Give us your positives, Ronnie. We're, okay, we're waiting with bated breath. All right, I'll jump into my positives. Number one, good good doggo. Can't, who's actually a guy? Who's actually a guy? Well, you're entering some stuff into the head cannon that are that is unsettling to me a he's, little bit. He's also rude though. He dropped them all on like separate areas. Yeah, but maybe when he got turned into a dog, he also like I was gonna say he got a dog-sized brain, but he's a very very big dog, so that would be a very very big brain. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> anyway, um, continue. I like I like the supporting cast of of like. Karnak and um and Gorgon. Like the which the is, which one is Karnak? Karnak Kar- is the Doctor he's, Strange He's got the, oh, the Doctor tattoos. Strange motherfucker. Okay. Yeah. Like the scene where they come in and say like they they try like you can come with us or we'll kill you. And he's like, "Oh, you're giving me an option." And then he like essentially does all this fighting stuff and then dies. And then we cut back to him and he's like, "Well, that didn't work out." And you realize that he like 
he very Doctor Strange like can like see the possibility and probability of things before they happen. And so he's like, let me try this again and goes back and like does the exact same scene, but this time he kicks ass. And it's like, that's good. That was a good fight scene. Like I was I was very that's, into that. And it I, I was that, that, that's so done though. Like Sherlock Holmes did that, and then Doctor Strange did that, and like Doc they even did it in the same way with the same weird little like glyph things in Doctor Strange, except they did it better in Doctor Strange. Like visually it just looked a lot better in Doctor Strange. I haven't seen Doctor Strange or Sherlock, so this this is it's it's cool and exciting to me. Don't not throw your head up like, oh, this is why Ronnie likes bad stuff because he doesn't watch anything. So, can I talk about Karnak real quick? Yes. I really... Okay, like, Karnak and Gorgon are both on these kind of, like, side quests right now where Gorgon, like, hangs out with some stoners on a beach and, like... After attempting to drown himself yeah, for some reason. Yeah, after just, like, randomly trying to drown himself, he, like, these surfers rescue him and, like, he literally just chill like stops his quest and just chills on the beach with these stoners smoke some weed and they smoke a ton of weed and talk about the king of adelaide like like gorgon just gives them his story and these guys just buy it hook line and sinker and then turns out these guys are actually not just stoners they're ex-commandos and they're gonna help gorgon rescue his king because america took away their king or, or something Except that the last monarch of Hawaii was a queen, but okay. Um, and like, Gorgon is like, these are the best in humans. I trained them. You're just puny humans. You guys suck. And they're like, yeah, brah, but like, Hawaii. And Gorgon's like, all right, let's fucking do this. <laughs> Meanwhile, Karnak decided not to use his powers and like fell down a mountain and hit his, his noodle. And now his powers oh, yeah. don't work anymore. And Karnak was also super racist. And he's now going on this, like, learning adventure about, like, what it's like to be human and not have powers. Cut over to Medusa, who was also super racist and referred to people as filthy humans and shit. She got her head shaved and she no longer has her powers. So, like, the three people who are, like, most lost and so far have been most racist have all, like, maybe almost gone on these growing, like, introspective things. Except none of them have been introspective about it. Not one of them has learned a lesson or, like, shown any potential for, like, character growth or, like, realized that, oh, I used to be shitty and now I'm not. Like, in Thor 1, he loses his powers, gets the shit kicked out of him on Earth and, like, becomes humble and, like, shit. None of that is happening with these people. They're all still dicks. Yep. I thought I that think, was... I think that's coming, though. Like, I, I, like, I know it's... We're three hours it's... in, Ronnie. It's it's only a ten hour show. This happened in episode one though. All these things, the guy hitting his head and Medusa getting her hair cut and like then getting Gorgon dropped on Earth like, happened in episode one. Gorgon and, trying to drown himself was at the very start of episode two, like the very first thing. I just think these things are coming. Like you can you can certainly make the argument that it's not happening fast enough and nothing is happening fast like, enough. But like there hasn't the show has not framed their shitty behavior as shitty is my main problem. Like none of the characters are going to learn and grow from anything because the show has not framed any of their shittiness as a problem. We're supposed to have been siding with them this whole time when they're like, Maximus, you're a shitty human. And like the cast system is good. We're still supposed to be siding with them through all of this. I do think we need some background on Adelan and the Inhumans in general. Um, and why they're like, why these feelings exist because i think if that does not make it okay it certainly fleshes things out a bit i will say and this is not a benefit to this show at all i think you get a little bit of that bit of that by watching agents of shield um that is a bad show too though it's better than this one i'm sure it is um parts of it aren't clearly this show failed for a lot of reasons um but i think that the reason it was not good was because it was relying a lot on a television universe that people hadn't really bought into. Um, and they said, we're going to do an Inhumans movie based on it. And no one was into it. And so they're like, all right, we're going to do an Inhumans TV show. And Which they released in, they released this in IMAX. I know. I know. I did not was, go and see that. I was very much going to. There were some poor suckers who paid to like whatever IMAX movies Premium cost. ticket. Yeah, yeah. Like 25 bucks. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, there's, there's, there are things missing that make this make sense. If not make it good, then make it at least make sense. And I agree that, you know, that is a huge failing. And is there anything you enjoyed? Um, I do think it's crossed the line where it's so bad that it's, like, funny. Yeah. Uh, but... It's, like, up there with Sharknado. Yeah. Uh, like... Mm. Hmm. And, again, I'll say, I wasn't going into this, like, oh, this is gonna be the shittiest show ever. I was just, like, eh, it's probably, like, on the low end of Marvel shows. But, like, I really cannot find anything to like about it, except that, like, it's sort of hilarious at this point. Um, I will say the dude playing Karnak is, like, trying his hardest to sell this shit. Um, I really like the guy who's playing Black Bolt. I'm blanking on his name right now, but he's from Hell on Wheels, and is great in Hell on Wheels, and, uh, him not being able to talk is, like, really compelling, I wish yeah. he was using more sign language. I think that yeah. could have been mm-hmm. a really great opportunity. And I think they dropped the ball there hard. Also, uh, he's used it a smidge. Right. And the moments where he does, it's it's powerful. Like you can tell he's he's in control without having to say anything. But more than not, he's just like wide eyed, hands in the air, like, I don't know. I, w- I wish I could tell you. Then I'd kill you. Also, two two questions about that. First of all, why doesn't their communication technology have texting? Like they're the king. Me- Medusa the called charge, him. The and- guy in charge can't speak, and their communication technology that they have specifically commun- to communicate amongst them is verbal only. The other thing, why don't more of his people use sign language? Like why? Like why does Medusa have to verbally translate everything for him? Why don't? His, his cousins and his brother, at his least. His whole entourage doesn't use sign language. He's the king. Because if that, because if he did that, then we wouldn't know what he was saying. Like they I mean, could su- from a very, they could subtitle you could, it. You could, you could subtitle. Uh, that would. It's not a great. They painted themselves into a corner with that. They they should have done that a better way. I don't think subtitles is the answer there. There was a comic- or they could have done the same thing. I mean, this would have this would have required more artistry, but you absolutely could have done the same thing that like they do with Chewbacca, where you can tell from his facial expressions and from the people's responses to what he's signing, what he meant. That's true. I think that would be. I mean, if, they they do it with Groot. Like yeah, yeah if Matt like- Fraction can write a comic book in ASL. A fucking comic book with no words is only through sign language. Then, for God's sake, we can do it on television. Yeah. To be yeah. clear, that comic book did not have words in it. Not um, one single printed word, just gestures and facial expressions and symbols. And, and panels stuff. of each of the sign motions happened. What's that it one was called? Amazing. It, it was, was a Hawkeye. Hawkeye. It was in Matt yeah. Fraction's Hawkeye run. That's good. I yeah. Like it was, I like it was so lot. powerful. He also told a perspective, uh, an entire comic from the perspective of a dog, and that was also incredibly powerful and moving. Gotta love pizza dog. Uh, his name's Lucky. Yeah. No, his name's Pizza Dog. <laughs> um, anyway, um, what did I like? Thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> we're talking like, about Andy? me now. Uh, I. Oh, I started with this. I said I liked Karnak. Um, back to back to my positives, which are few. Gorgon's weird Hawaiian beach adventure is so absurd and 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 does not make sense at all. But I'm on board for it. Mm-hmm. This just like if you're one of these surfers who they don't show smoking weed at all, but it's the only explanation. But you're one of these surfers. And you see this, like, big, huge black dude just drowning. And you go and you rescue him and you pull him back onto the beach. And he's got goat legs. And you're like, what the fuck? And he's like, my king of Adelaide, I'm from the moon. And you're just like, all right, yeah. Like, let, you, want, you want a fucking hot dog? Like, let's get a bonfire going. We're about to party down. And he's just like... I must. I was trying to drown myself because I can't save my king. And you're like, 
bruh, but like, why don't you hit this? And then you hang out with this moon man with goat legs. And he's then like, hey, I got to go kill some motherfuckers. Like, even though I was just trying to drown myself, and even though we've spent literally the past 10 hours smoking weed on this beach, I've now decided I'm going to go kill some motherfuckers. You in? And you're like, fuck yeah, I'm in. I used to be a soldier. We're all commandos. We got crossbows, and we're going to tie ourselves to these trees. And the moon man is like, well, actually, even though I just asked you for help, fuck each and every one of you. You're humans. You don't have superpowers. Me and my folks got superpowers, and that's who we're going to fight. And then your response is, but no, we're like trees. We're like going to tie ourselves to these trees. And my ancient Hawaiian king got betrayed. And so, like, we'll fight for your moon king. Like, what? I'm I, I'm digging it. Like, no, it's, <laughs> it's weird. It's absurdist. Like, it. none of the logic tracks. Like, none of yeah. the decisions makes sense by what they showed previously but like i'm so on board for how weird it is i got there were shrooms in there yep oh and the hot and the beach hot dogs yeah that i mean it, it makes sense at that point yeah like, you definitely sure shrooms in you there. definitely have to check your brain at the door a little bit watching this show. like a lot bit um i did that and i still had a lot of problems with the show so you know but, like, like, that's my positive, is, yeah. like, the Gorgon Beach Party storyline is, like, it's it feels like an anime, almost. Like, I haven't watched a ton of anime, but all the anime I have seen, just, like, from scene to scene, everyone's acting weird and different now. Yeah. That's what this feels like to that's, me. That's what I meant by, like, it's hilarious. Like, yeah. it's gotten to a point where, like, you just, like... You're, you're okay. You're here for the ride. Let's the, just fig, try and figure out what's going on, moment the, to moment. The Karnak storyline is also as bizarre and inconsistent, but like I don't like the actual pot dealers as much as I like the people who we have not seen smoking pot, but definitely are. Yeah, what's with those guys like who are like we're gonna murder you with a machete? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. That I, like, was, as if they I could, don't like that. As if they could get in more trouble for having pot than for murdering a guy like i'm just gonna state right now for the podcast i've never smoked smoked weed and i've never done a drug and if you're a cop you have to tell us otherwise it's an entrapment but like does anyone know a weed dealer that just has a machete strapped to their back this is like a grower though this is like the the, the top of the top He's, he's not way that too well. Yeah, he's also way too like well to do, like with how he talks and carries himself and stuff. Yeah, like, he's not some like Cuban weed lord. Like he's <laughs> he's like it's, a fucking like suburbanite. Like he definitely feels very suburban to me. I mean, it's probably like a, a jungle exploring machete, not so much a. He was ready to murder a dude with it. I know, but it's what he had handy. Also, Ronnie, that's the only thing that machetes are for. They're made for jungles. They're not made for killing people. Well, I mean, tell that to Machete. Um. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best joke we've ever had. We use the best joke on Inhumans! <laughs> and, and now we're going to bring it all back. Um, what I will say um, in response to, like, Andy, you were saying how, like, they, the, the Hawaiian friends just kind of, like, bought into this wholesale. Again, this is not a benefit to this show, but this is a world, this universe is a universe where not only has the event, the events of all of the Avengers movies leading up to Civil War happened. But only in um, New York. In New York. But that, that was a big deal. But also, um, the events of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. have happened where Terrigen is in the water supply and in uh, fish oil pills. And so people are turning into inhumans all that. Like, that's the thing that I actually like about this show is it's not like an origin story of like, who are these people? Like pretty much everyone who like sees their powers is like, Oh, you're one of them. Like 
I like the fact we that the people on Earth are like less fish out of water than the people on the moon who have been essentially watching the Earth the whole time. Like everyone's like, I like this being a journey of like Black Bolt traveling around with his new Hawaiian friend and finding inhumans that he can like assemble to be a part of his like grand, you know, war against Ramsey Bolton. Okay, so let's let's say that this is all all of that's valid, but they shouldn't have assumed that I've watched no. fucking Agents of no. Shield because Agents no. of Shield sucks. That's um, yeah, no. It it, you, it again, there are things missing that make this show make sense. Yeah. Not make it good, but make make it make sense. Also, like even even with all that, which like I do like I will say is valid that like maybe the the apparently the humans all get that there's inhumans out there. These dudes are still on board to like just trust murder some trust people. Goatman and shoot some motherfuckers. No, yeah, which is like killing people isn't easy. I'll tell you what: if I see a goat person in the middle of the jungle and they say, "Hey, you want to kill people?" I'll say, "No, I don't, Jersey Devil. I know what you're <laughs> trying to do, and you stay at you stay out of my nightmares." My first thought would be like, if you hand me food and I eat it, am I part of your concubine now? And are we going to Fairyland? Mm-hmm. It's a fae. It's a fae situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and it's I, really a fawn. Yeah. Really. Like, let's go party with Mr. Tumnus. <laughs> um, oh, I, I like how, I like the realism of the cops not recognizing or understanding that deaf people exist. Yeah, they're so blown away by the fact that yeah. he can't talk. Yeah. I mean, he's not deaf, but he he can't respond to them, and like, he, for all intents and purposes, he can't understand what they're telling him. Yeah. And so they're just like, "What the fuck? What the fuck? Why is he not saying or doing anything?" And like, yeah, that's pretty much how cops would handle that situation. I'll, I was gonna say, I'll say the police brutality in this show is pretty realistic. It's yeah. Spot let's just on. Tase, let's From, just tase this guy. He's oh, white. The streets all the way to the prison. That he's is true. White. He is white. They would not have had two cops beating him with nightsticks in the chest in the street because he's white. If he was black, absolutely, because yeah. that's he, just how cops in America are. But they, did, would, they would not do that to a white dude. He did it make doesn't some matter good friends he, with some people of color in the prison, and they were like, well, now you're, we know you're not one of us. And then they like kicked him and punched him a whole bunch in the prison, too, so... I like my Hawaiian friend. Like I'm very, I'm very into my inhuman Hawaiian friend who's just like, yeah, I'll take care of him. And he brings him back to his cell and they play chess. Like that's 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 that was a good, good time for me. Doesn't make sense. I agree. It doesn't make sense. But like it had enough moments of like I enjoy this. And like if I don't think about it enough, it's not the worst. And if I don't see Ramsey Bolton too much, it's not the worst. He's the most compelling character. Like. I'm down for his cue. Yeah, yeah, but that's where I have to think about. That's where I have to say, like, but wait, he's the bad guy. Wait, this isn't going to work out because, like, these are the people we're supposed to be rooting for. And he's the not the who bad are... guy, though. He's not. Yeah, he's right. Like, all of his moral stances, except, like, I, being creepy at Medusa, all his moral stances are correct. Like, we shouldn't, like, force underpowered people to, like, be our slaves. The like, plot's not good. But he is the antagonist. Like, he is the person that we are well, supposed I mean, to. Yes, like, ostensibly, yeah. Right. He's, like, the framing says he's the antagonist. But, no, like, I, rationally, yes. as soon as you apply a rational framework to this, he's clearly got the moral high ground here. Like He also doesn't need to be hunting down the royal family because, like, with his coup, the entire populace seems on board for it. Yeah, if the royal family showed back up, everybody would just literally be like, "No, this this guy's in charge. We we like him better." We abolished the corrupt caste system, yeah. and now we're all equal. Yeah, fucking bye. Like nobody cares about like the line of succession unless they hate the guy who's in charge. So, and they don't like they're a hundred percent in support of him. He has the heart of the people. Andy, how did you feel about? In the battle with the Hawaiian people, they straight up just like invited Scott Summers to the to the match. Where was Scott Summers? He was the the morbid more morid guy. He was in like a weird mask and uh oh the glowy eyes guy. Glowy eyes guy. He like took off his mask and he just like shot a big fire beam out of his face. So I was like, oh, it's Cyclops. I don't even remember that. 
That was that yeah. guy with the with the like metal. I mask. remember the weird dude. Yeah. But like I don't remember him shooting a fire beam out. Yeah. It also, happened, and I was oh. like, oh, Cyclops. Also, Cyclops' blasts do not create heat or fire. They are pure force. They just happen uh, to be red. They are I'm called so op- optic blasts. I'm so bored already. <laughs> Tell me more about ruby quartz, Andy. They are not laser eyes. They are optic blasts. Oh, God. It's not like Superman's heat from vision. A big nap. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, if this was an X Men <laughs> show, it'd be a lot better. I'm, I'm. See, here's the thing. I am interested in because what ostensibly we could say that that Inhumans is. I, I've never read an Inhumans comic, but what I could assume it is is like the X Men are on Earth and they are the allegory for like the you know um, disregarded folks for the uh, marginalized people, whereas Inhumans kind of like got out of dodge and then became like a upper elite level and there is i don't know what it is and i don't feel like figuring it out there is something interesting to be said about that dichotomy this show doesn't doesn't also doesn't try and figure that out um yeah if it had something if it had something to say about the the power dynamic that's happening uh, if if the characters were through the course of this like creating some kind of statement about the world at large or about humanity or like I feel like all of the, this is essentially like sci-fi it's soft sci-fi it's 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 a sort of sci-fi fantasy all like sci-fi and fantasy all good sci-fi and fantasy has something to say about the world. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's good. And like this, this has got nothing to do with anything. Yeah. It definitely, it feels like it's like three layers removed from what it should be. Like, it feels like what they're trying to do from like that first overarching shot of Adelan is do like a sci-fi game of Thrones. That's but, what they kept comparing it to. Right. Right. And like, Game of Thrones has a lot to say about society and culture and and the world at large. But, like, if you make a show, this is, like, a show that was based on a show that was based on a show that was, like, clearly reflective of society. Like, it's so many layers removed from any of it where it's just like, oh, we're just going to, like, have people with goat legs and they're going to stomp the ground and it's going to be a whole thing. Like, it's, it's not, they're not doing the heavy lifting. They're not doing the work. They're not doing... They're not making sure that we know everything that's going on. They're just like, oh, you've you've seen Avengers, you've you've watched it. Clearly, you've watched Agents of Shield, or else you wouldn't be watching this heaping pile of garbage, uh, which I I definitely think was probably came up in the writers' room of like, <laughs> this is the audience that we're doing doing this for, and literally nobody else. And that audience did not want it either. No, no, because it was it was it was not great. They need Phil Coulson on this show is what they need. That would make it better. Phil Coulson would have made this show better. Yeah. Also, if they had talked to like any of our LARP friends and could have gotten him something better than fuzzy sneakers. Yeah. I still love that he was wearing fuzzy. Like that's their workaround for like, and that's something that you would change like post production and like, you know, edit around that. But I love that they were just like, nah, it looks fine. No one can tell. This 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 is he the last even... thing on a long list of problems people are going to have with this show. So <laughs> they gave up. All right. Yeah, I think has everybody said. I know we we yeah. threw the structure out the Just window. Would have been really nice if one person acknowledged their privilege <laughs> and like learned a lesson. That's that would have been yeah. real nice in these three episodes. I think it's coming. I I agree. It's not. It hasn't happened fast enough, and they they hit you over the head so much with the opposite of that that. You know, you need a little bit here or at least somebody to like start that lesson to like say, hey, you know what? I don't like that. You're calling me that. And then have them like maybe in an episode or two come to terms with their prejudice. But but yeah, um, I guess that's the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, I guess here we are. Um, Any housekeeping? Not, nothing as far as iTunes reviews. Nothing as far as emails. 
Uh, people are are. Uh, oh, we had a we had a request for the next show. Yeah, we yeah. did on our Facebook page. Somebody somebody asked if we could do a show. So we'll yeah, put that. frequency. Yeah. That that being the case, it, it certainly we would like to do frequency. It doesn't have to be frequency. We might if if everyone like floods our page with suggestions, we'll pick it out of a hat. So. Also, Please because there's no accountability here, because you can't see us, we will probably rig that hat pull. But oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll just do what we want. What I, if I can, may may I uh, approach a soapbox real quick? Yeah. Um, we've been talking about this show that is it's it's questionable as to whether it, whether it's it's good or, or not good. Um, what is really really not good, and I want to like actually give some distance from like the joke of what I was just talking about. Um, is the current crisis going on at our southern border um, with children being kind of taken away from their families uh, as they come over the border. Um, the This uh, this has been ongoing for a while. It's just yeah. now like sort of coming sure. to public attention. It is attention. real horrific. Yeah. Right. There were a lot of, of issues of children coming over the border on their own, families sending their children over the border um, during – previous administrations um but the separation of mother and child is a kind of new thing um and the the zero tolerance policy that is going on down there um the refugee and immigrant center for educational and legal services of texas uh races texas um is one of the organizations that is working to reunite um families with their with their children and to work to get them where they need to be, whether it is on a path towards citizenship or otherwise. Um, that is uh, R-A-I-C-E-S Texas.org. Uh, I, I will be um, actively donating and looking for ways that I can volunteer my time and, and, and work in protest to, to kind of challenge these kind of policies. So I, I trust that, even if our audience do not have the same ideals and, and ideology that we do, that they are decent folk. And I think this is something that regardless of, of politics, all decent folk should kind of be able to get behind and say, this is, this is not okay. This is not how we do things. So that's just, that's just my soapbox moment and what I'm very, very uh, passionate about at the moment. So that was a good plug, Ronnie. Thank you for sharing. Thank that you. Yeah. It's, 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 it's poor anatomy. I couldn't, I couldn't hold it back if I tried and I figure, Everyone yeah. asks, like, this seems like such a big problem. What can I do? And, like, we got a small small little audience here, but I think plugging that is something, you know, small we can do. And if each of us, you know, takes whatever outlet they have, whether it be a tiny podcast with friends or a game night or a sports team or a local club, wherever it is that you have your little area of influence, if you can plug, you know, a real issue and a serious issue and – get the word out about it then you know you're accomplishing something yeah you're, you're doing your bit um so good job ronnie yeah I, I yeah thank you for for tolerating that and and thank you to our audience i know it's not it's not often that we get super serious uh, at any point in the podcast but uh but i i appreciate that you know i feel like we have an audience that can handle that and we can all we can all grow and and have discussions like this so and, um, uh, you know, politics or whatever, uh, let's just say fuck Trump. And because it's Pride Month, let's just say fuck Mike Pence. Yeah, fuck sure. that guy. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Like, Agreed. Fuck them. They're awful. Yeah. Robert De Niro, he, he said it best at, at the Tonys. Fuck Trump. All right. He can let's... pay that fine. <laughs> <laughs> that the, I'm sure the Tonys hit him with. Yeah. Especially CBS. They're the worst. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're at pending pod on, uh, Facebook at pending pod. Send us an email, pendingpod at gmail.com. Send us those good, good emails. Send us those good, good iTunes reviews. I don't feel like we've earned it this episode at all, but we will do it. I promise. Just give us a good review and then we'll do a good episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Hey, this I, was a great episode. <laughs> fuck you. I want to. I want to. I want to round it out too. I don't want to forget anyone. Let's just say fuck Sessions and DeVos too. Oh, yeah, that Sessions. was also. Yeah, Sessions is very bad. So like, yeah, leave us like an iTunes review or some shit, <laughs> and like maybe share this podcast with a friend. Yeah. Yep.
if you have any. And if you want to share it with your pets. Share it with your pets are listening. Yeah, share it with your pets who have been your kitties with with your dog who's who was used to be a person, but uh, (laughs) terragenesis happened, and you know how that goes. Now horrifically transmorphed into a giant pup. Yeah, I need. I'm going to do some research this episode between this episode. Um, let's just end this. All right, guys. Uh, this has been ending pending. Um. Feed your badgers. Feed the badger in your closet. And also, we're never doing Firefly. Yeah. Just feed the badger. Like, let the badger out of the closet. It's Pride Month. We're letting badgers out of closets. (laughs) Let your badger out and feed him. Let him out of the closet. Make him a nice dinner. He deserves it. But don't, do not let him watch Firefly. That is, that is crucial. That's a step too far.